0: If you love fiction, true crime, and true stories from around the world with a little bit of history, then welcome, welcome. This is a place for you. Welcome to the LP Experience, a place for you to kick back, relax, and enjoy some real life stories as well as fiction stories. I'm your host, Opie. Oh yeah, let's go. Welcome, 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 welcome to the LP experience. How are you doing today? I am great. Hope you're doing fine and I know you're doing fine. It's a beautiful day today, the 2nd of October and I was supposed to release a podcast episode yesterday but I couldn't because I had travelled this week and I was so tired and I just wanted to relax and be taken care of if you know what I mean. So, here I am today with a new episode and I decided to bring out this episode because usually you know we do the whole story thing and I was supposed to do a serial killer story today but I think I will leave the serial killer story for next week because I am so happy and I am so I'm even shocked at the response that the Cynthia Osokogo story got many people contacted me told me about how they had heard the story before and what they thought about the story and I am so surprised that it really went that far so many people listened to it and I am really glad and I am grateful thank you for listening thank you for sharing and because of that, many people also requested that they want a serial killer story which I would, since you like this kind of thing, I will be bringing out more of this type of content and I'm going to be bringing out a serial killer story next week. It's just to pick the story because I have two stories in mind but it's just to pick one and let's see how it goes well in the spirit of celebration because yesterday was independence day i am going to be sharing with you some nigerian myths and legends that are popular and we're going to be talking about it and just sharing them with you just to remind you and give you a little recap of these legends that we probably grew up with or heard in boarding schools but most of these legends are popular in boarding schools Almost all of them are popular in boarding schools and some of them you might not have even heard of them before but that's what this podcast is about, to share these wonderful stories with you. So if this is your kind of thing, let's get into it. Okay, okay, so the first myth we're going to look at is the myth of tattoo candy now this one is one that i don't even know if i've heard the story before it sounds familiar it sounds like i've heard it before but then at the same time it sounds like okay this is new to me so i would like to know if you've heard it before but the legend has it that one day a little boy in primary school had 20 nera and so he decided to buy some sweets for himself or candy as we would call it so when he got to the school shop he looked around And he saw all the sweets they had so he decided to pick a sweet that had this um, temporary or fake tattoo stickers inside I'm sure most of us know this kind of sweet it's uh, there's this particular tringle one banana tringle that I just like so much I don't know if they sell it anymore but inside you would see this um, tattoo thingy there so you just remove it and then you place it and you're feeling like one bad person (laughs) so when the little boy got home he opened up the sweet and he started licking it then as he was about to put the tattoo sticker on his hand his mother stopped him and told him never she cautioned him and she said he should never put tattoos on his body whether they were fake or they were real so as the legend has it this little boy he couldn't understand why his mother was against the tattoo sticker to him it was just something harmless so later that night he neglected his mother's warnings and he put the tattoo sticker on his arm So he was so happy with his his decision and how the green snake tattoo looked on his arm and he was dancing happily and he had fun with his new tattoo and went to bed. As the little boy slept, he dreamt of a green snake slowly wrapping around his body trying to kill him. Quickly he woke up in shock only to meet a terrifying reality. The snake on his arm had come to life and was wrapping itself around the little boy trying to squeeze him to death. So this little boy screamed and screamed, and suddenly his mother burst into the room, awoken by the sound of the screaming of her screaming son, and she saw the snake. So the, the mother quickly grabbed the broom and began to started hitting the snake, hitting the snake. But the snake was not dying. The distraught mother she didn't know what to do anymore, so she thought of the only thing that she felt could help her, which was the anointing oil in her room. So, according to the legend, she sprinkled some of the anointing oil on the broom bless the broom i went ahead to flog the snake once again after flogging the snake with the anointed broom this time the snake died but it slowly died and as the snake vanished the tattoo vanished from the boy's skin so since that day the little boy never bought any sweets which had tattoos inside and warned his friends against it as well <laughs> first of all the time the mother was using to rub the anointing oil on the broom you know the snake would have killed. I don't know why the snake was wasted time to kill the boy, but I just think this is eh, it's a bit ridiculous. But when are in Nigeria, anything can happen. I don't, anyway, it's just a story. I'm sure it's told to just one little. I think they just tell this kind of story so that little children will not, you know, put the fake tattoo and they start thinking of getting a real tattoo. That's what I just think about the story because this is so unlikely. I mean, when I was a small girl, I used to put those tattoos on my body, and <laughs> look at me now, <laughs> but um. What do you think about this story? I just, I just think that it's a bit, it's funny, I find it, it's very funny, I will not lie, but let's just respect the legends and go on to the next story. So the next story is Oroma, the headless girl who braids her own hair. So according to this legend, there was a girl named Oroma who was the most beautiful girl in a certain kingdom. She was popular for having the best hairstyles and she was always changing it like on a daily basis. So all the men loved Oroma and the girls envied her because her beauty was just divine and unmatched and her hair was just out of the world, out of the ordinary. So out of curiosity, many people constantly asked Oroma that, okay, why do you make your beautiful hairstyles? Every time they asked her, she would refuse to answer. So the legend has it that one night while everyone was in the comi- everyone in the community w- were sleeping, two inquisitive girls decided to follow Orama home to see who or how she made her hair so beautiful all the time. As the two girls, which were young girls, peeked through the corner of the mud house that Orama lived in, they were shocked to see a supernatural sight. A headless Orama sat down on the floor with her own head in her hand, and legend has it that the hundred supernatural hands were a hundred supernatural hands were hard at work pulling and stroking, combing and pressing and tugging Oroma's hair into shape rapidly. So the two girls ran and began screaming to bring what they had just seen to the attention of the other townspeople. As the girls let the townspeople know what had happened, the townspeople were distressed and they wanted to hunt down Oroma. Hmm, wow, how the loved has become, how the most loved has turned to the most hated. However, When the townspeople got to Oroma's house, she was nowhere to be found. They searched and searched, but there was no sight of Oroma. It was as if she had just disappeared into thin air. Until this day, Oroma has not been found. And if you see any beautiful girl on the street working any hairstyle that looks supernaturally good, (laughs) you might be looking right into the eyes of Oroma. Hmm. This story, I've heard something like this, but not this exact story. The one I heard was about a girl that was, that had a, that was, she always had this nice, looking hair and one one day okay no it's okay something like this they made it into a boarding school setting i think it was boarding school so in the middle of the night two girls woke up but there's another one i heard about um salon that did not have mirrors i'm sure many of us have heard this one it was about a salon that did not have mirrors and so one day this lady went to make her hair but their hairstyles were always top-notch always good so this lady went to make her hair at the salon and she noticed there were no mirrors and you know many people like to look at their hair while it's being made and so she brought out a mirror from her bag and she saw that there were many hands working on her hair because they were also super fast so that was one scary story and that's why most times subconsciously I will try to check like how many hands do you have before I start seeing 10 hands working on my hair but then this headless girl thingy reminds me of a story that a friend of mine told me in my in my school my my university where I finished from, she said that it was in the middle of the night. She usually had these prayers with her bunk mates. So that was when she was in hundred level, and so they so she was pressed and she needed to use the toilet. She told her bunk and her bunk mate was like, "Oh, what a coincidence! I'm also pressed." And so both of them decided to go. It was dark, and when they went, they noticed that because our there's a particular hostel that has um, bath stalls, before you get to the toilet stalls. So as they were passing, they noticed that they heard someone having their bath around that time. Out of curiosity, they decided to check who the person was. And when they went there and they, sh- they turned on their torchlight and wanted to see who was having their bath, they saw a headless body bathing. Like, it was headless. It was headless. There was no head. And they ran to the room and they covered themselves. <sighs> that story still creeps me out because this one is a real encounter. So I think this headless girl thingy might just be true who knows I think it's a legend but then at the same time uh, it happened so the next thing is um but then you know the funny thing again is that wow how people change this aroma that everybody likes just because she removed her head so somebody cannot remove their head and place their hair in peace now mm? oh, wow she just became the most hated mm. so the next thing is the bush baby oh this one is, is very popular we, most of us know this story because if you had been to a boarding school, this story has been told to you countless of times. And, you know, this bush baby story is that if you're in bed at night trying to fall asleep and all of a sudden you hear the sound of a baby crying and you decide, and you decide to get up, I start following the cry of the baby, trying to discover where the mysterious sound is from, that you know, if you go deeper into the forest or into a bush, yeah, and you are still trying to find the source of this this crying baby or this cry you move and you move and you will find that until you finally discover the crying baby in the middle of the bush face down crying then as you reach out to carry the crying baby the baby turns around and what you see are red eyes razor sharp needle-like teeth and a strange deformed face staring at you and it will lounge at you, and you are never, ever, ever, ever seen again. But if everybody that goes is never seen again, how do we know that it's a bush baby? And besides, come to think of it, why would I want to follow the cry of a baby into a forest, into a bush? Why? But then, when I'm not an American, I mean, but then that bush baby thing is true. Apparently, um, there was a day I decided to Google and I found out that bush babies are actually real life animals I have seen pictures of them online but we just make them so supernatural not saying that they don't have some supernatural thingy going on especially over here but it's actually an animal so if you google it you see them and they do have the cry of a baby but I just think it's a bit far-fetched to say that you will never ever live to see the, the the light of day because you saw a bush baby but if you hear a baby crying in the night mind your business the baby's mother would take care of them, <laughs> I think that's a lesson from this story. Next one is about the mummy water and that is what you know people call little mermaid or um, aquamarine but to us mummy waters they are very vicious so according to the legend these creatures are extremely beautiful and have the power to lure any man into their grasp. The beautiful creatures who they ha- have legs in the morning time and can walk among men they come to land, seduce men, and then lure them back to the river, never to return again. And these mommy water spirits, they are referred to as spirits, not human beings. They prefer to lure sailors and men at sea. But this mummy water thing, eh, you know, many of us know about it. Um, if a girl is so fine, like extremely fine, especially if she's light skinned. And she's just someone that attracts men to her. Many people just label her mami water. It's just something that happens because it just feels she's going to bring them to the animal kingdom, as animal kingdom. Excuse me, the um, sea, the fish kingdom, and you know, because many people just assume that you know mami waters are just these extraordinarily beautiful women, and. Stories have come out where men say will say that you know they met, they met the met a girl and they slept with her and then she she has a kingdom and if she, if, have you read a book like that a real life account um a long time ago about a man that followed this lady into the sea and you know they wanted him to join very there are lots of stories so I don't know if this is true or not but apparently if you want to know more about Mami water creatures if you are very curious you can check Wikipedia. So, yeah, the next thing is the night whistling. So, according to Nigerian legend, whistling at night is an invitation for the spirits to come knocking at your door. Numerous legends have different accounts of people who have whistled and have in turn been met by... Snakes or members, evil spirits, or even found themselves in strange places. So there was there's actually a story that goes in line with this, a, a legend that goes in line with Whistling at Night. And it was about a wicked stepmother who sent her stepdaughter to go and fetch water in the deep hours of the night. So the girl was terrified, hopeless, scared, and she had no option but to leave her house. As legend goes, she was walking deeper and deeper into the village on her way to the stream and She began whistling mindlessly so the legend has it that as she whistled she began hearing strange noises in the bushes which stopped every time she stopped whistling and because she was curious she continued to whistle and the noises in the bushes continued to grow out of nowhere the legend has it that evil spirits demons snakes and dead um, corpses surrounded her in a flash and began whistling and hissing at her and the story ends with her never making it to the stream and never returning home. Legend has it that somewhere in the bushes, she still whistles with the demons and evil spirits which captured, captured her, waiting to get their next next whistling prey. Hmm. Mm. I've heard many myths. I've even heard the one about looking in, in sweeping at night. You should not sweep in the night. You should not. Um, there are just so many myths out there. And the thing is that if you hear all these legends, me, because of my very curious mind, I'm just like, how do you know this story if she was never seen again? Hmm. But, I mean, (laughs) let's go into the next one, which is the Inachalo River and Inachalo Fish. I have never heard of this one until some days ago. So apparently all the way in Kogi state, it, there is a river called the Inachalo River and the legend has it that the river is actually a cursed river. Any fish that is caught from that river can never cook. No matter how much you boil it, no matter how much you fry it, it will always be raw. And people today that live in that area say that the fishes that swim in that river are not your usual tilapia or catfish or normal, the normal fish that you're used to. According to them, the Natchalo fish looks terrible and nobody ever catches it. Hmm. But that's not all. So according to the legend, if a person were to be injured by the bones of the Natchalo fish, the injury will never heal. The legend also has it that during a war a long time ago, humans turned into these fish and, ca- and escaped into the Natchalo river, hence why the Natchalo fish are so supernatural. I have nothing to say about this because i don't know how true this is i have like i said it's a story i just recently found out about but it's i'm very curious about this story though i think i'm going to do a little more research into it and see if it's actually true but it could just be something that the people created but then it could be true but maybe it's just a different type of fish i try i'm trying not to dismiss the supernatural but then at the same time you know sometimes you just have to be logical most times you have to be logical and think that hmm how true is this So the next one is the evil passenger, so this one, I think this one is something that is popular because even up to now, even in other countries, this kind of thing, this thing happens. There are lots of evil passengers out there. So, as the legend goes, a traveller was driving down a highway one afternoon when he saw a nun at the side of the street signalling him to stop. So he was so sympathetic and full of pity for this nun that he stopped and asked the woman to hop into his vehicle. Not long into the journey, the traveler began to ask the nun questions about who she was, where she was going and her life. The nun stayed mute and the traveler continued asking but the nun said nothing in reply. Getting worried, the traveler asked her again, who are you? To which the woman finally replied to him saying that she was a nun who was murdered by her townspeople scared and in shock the traveler urged the woman to come down from his vehicle but the nun refused legend has it that the traveler was killed that day and up until this day the nun roams the streets, highways and bushes looking for her next capture you see women, many people don't like helping people there was this story i read on reddit and reddit has lots of crazy stories and i read a story about this lady that picked up a man and she even took him to her because she wanted to get something from her house. So she even stopped at her house and everything. But on the way, she was telling this man that um she was telling this man about herself, telling him about her family. I think she was going to see her family. So many things she was just in the, telling the man about, adjusting the man about. But then I think when she okay, she dropped him. So she dropped him. She, like I said, she stopped at her place, she dropped, she entered the car, she dropped him. And then later she got a call on the phone and it was this man and he was saying that his plan, his plan was to kill her. That was his plan. His plan was to kill her and probably run away with her car. But when she told him his, his story, I forgot the story she told him, it just changed his mind and she should be careful about who she picks. And he caught the call and she tried to trace this call. This is a true life story, mind you. She tried to trace this call and the man was nowhere to be found. She couldn't trace the call at all. It was as if he used a burner phone but she couldn't find this man again it was so terrifying and you know this kind of thing just makes you think should i help people or should i not help people because as you're thinking of helping people you're hearing stories of people that have helped people and it has led to their death and it's like so what do i do but anyway help people just be discerning and be prayerful so the next one is one which is the last one is one that i know many of us have heard about, and that is Lady Koi Koi. I mean, if I do this whole thing without mentioning Lady Koi Koi, won't you just look for my number and call me and insult me on the phone? (laughs) But really, um, this is a very popular story, and it's the legend, has it that, once upon a time, there was a nice secondary school teacher. She was famous not only for her good looks, we don't even know if she looked good anyway, but let me just add my own, not only for her good looks, but for the high heel shoes she constantly wore to school. The Koi 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 sound of her heels coined her the name Lady Koi Koi and she was adored throughout the school. The clouds turned grey and the story went grim when Lady Koi Koi was involved in an automobile accident. So according to the legend, it was non-natural and the teacher was framed and killed by some jealous staff and students in the boarding school. Lady Koi Koi turned vicious and swore to get revenge on for her untimely death by attacking students in boarding schools. According to legend, her presence is known by the distinct Koi 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 sound of her heels every time she walks into a new boarding house, and students are warned to stay in their rooms and close to friends and loved ones when they hear such a thing. So that is really the lady koi koi story. Many of us have heard about it. You know, when you hear the koi 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 in the night, you don't answer, you know, because she will flog you. In fact, there's one affair that she will even flog you with skin. Many people have said that they've seen her, they've they've encountered her, but I don't know how true the story is. It could just be. I don't know how true the story is, but really. Um, the Lady Korkoi story is one that is very popular and it used to scare me a bit in boarding school but um, Yeah, that's it. I'm just wondering why, why can't she just go to the boarding school? The place where they killed her. Why does she have to go to all boarding schools? Is it everybody that killed her? Hmm. This Lady Korkoi is, is weird, very weird. But then again, all the stories are weird, all the myths are weird. But you see, this is the beautiful thing about being in Nigeria. We have our myths, we have our legends, we have things that make us unique and so I know that many people have been saying that oh what has Nigeria done for us, they've done nothing for us but then to be honest I appreciate being a Nigerian, I'm glad to be a Nigerian because there are certain things that are unique to us that I can't imagine not even sharing in them. I mean... One day I was on... Excuse me, I have this... running news. <laughs> so one, but one day I was on Twitter and then one lady was like she wants to learn pidgin and she's not a nigerian and i offered to teach her pidgin even though i'm not so good at it but i offered to translate in case she comes across any pidgin word because she was like she doesn't understand it and you know those are the little things that make us unique and make and they make us different and it just adds spice to our life and i just like how as nigerians we can turn lemons into lemonade so This was just, this is, like I said, this is just to celebrate the Independence Day. I am going to put the link to all these stories in the description bar. So wherever you are listening to, you can check the description bar for the link in case you want to do your own reading and your own research. And let me know if there are any myths that I have missed here. Please go head over to my Instagram page to let me know if there are any myths you know about that maybe I haven't heard about. But Nigerian myths you feel should have been here. So let's talk about it. Let's see if we can do something about it. And also, if you are any platform you're listening to this from, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so that whenever new episodes come out, it's very easy for you to access. And thank you so much for listening. And until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the OP experience i hope you enjoyed the story for today but you know what we're not going to leave it here Mm-mm. i want to hear what you have to say about the story for today don't forget to visit me on my social media at the oppie experience on instagram and let's continue the discussion over there until next time bye